Hey, good morning. Morning. Hey, good morning. John. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Ashes to Rubies podcast and more. We are here with you today, John and Vicky Ruby. What would you like to ask me? Do you have a question? Do you do you make goals? Do I I score goals? No, you don't. Because you don't play any sports. <laughs> do you make like goals? Do yeah, I, I set you, goals? Yeah, I think you. I think you do. But what do you call them in your head? Um, goals. Goals. Goal setting. I'll tell you. So today's the second of June. So you, I'd think typically old me would be like. If so, this morning I was like, I want to set like a few goals. Like, what what kind of? But they're like for me, they're loose, right? Because I don't, I don't want to set myself up for a failure. So kind of like going into the new year. It sounds like a non-committed. No, 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 no. It's good. Okay. Kind of like going into the new year, you know? Like I don't want to just save it for January. So I'm like, yeah, it's June. I've been doing this for a little while. Like, what's some things that I'd like to? And so, what are some ways of being? And then just like writing it on a piece of paper, just like, so that I don't like forget. personal goals. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, well, today's the second, but I'm going to do it anyway. And my old thinking. Do what? Set some, set some oh, 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 okay. kind of goals for the month. Whereas like my old thinking ah, would be like, okay, got it. I screwed up already because it's already June 2nd. Yeah. So let's scrap this month, move on, moving on to the next month and yeah. we'll just uh, be idle this month. And kind of just like the same thing of like, I felt really self-defeating about schedule. Oh, I can't live by a schedule. That's so restrictive. Like, I just really want to be free. But, like, having a kind of a basic framework for my week and what I would like to achieve in the week and some things that I'm required to do and some things that I want to do has actually turned out to be incredibly freeing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and given me more room to be free as the wind and do mm -hmm. things that are super fun. Yeah, when you talk about it that way, I would probably make goals at the beginning of the year like I, I like yes, to do, come into do. the new year with some goals. We've had some doozy fights. And some, uh, you know, being being led by God into that of of um, how can I grow yeah. and be strengthened and what areas could uh, be challenged, that kind of thing. But then throughout the week, I would just say I have a plan. I don't know if it's goals. Like, you know how you have yeah. a, a food plan? Yep. Or a, yeah, like that kind of thing. So I'm not really setting goals throughout the week, so to say, um, but more about like reviewing my plan for the day. Yeah. And and I, I think every morning we do this is we review our day together um, in our morning meditation. And so if you didn't have any um, scheduling or if you didn't have a plan or goals, then you would just be like, review our day. So oh, I have nothing today, so I'm just going to be led by the Spirit of God. Here's the clincher. And I think Cluncher. probably probably why I brought it up. Oh no! What happens if you don't plan? <laughs> what happens if you don't plan? Then you, I picture a boat in the rough wind and maybe a little bit of a storm, and the motor conks out. What happens? What's going to happen to the boat? I don't know. It might just land on shore. It might get tipped over. But there's no direction. There's no power to it. Mm. So maybe um, a if you don't have a plan, then the plan could be to fail. The plan could be to relapse. If I don't have a plan mm -hmm. of recovery, then my plan is actually to go use. Ooh, if my, you put it in that context. I wanted to give you an opportunity to say that 
saying because you've said it to me. I've heard you say it so many times. Oh, you set me up to say that? <laughs> and I fully understand so that that's how I lived my life. I actually lived my life expecting to fail. Like expecting, like, this is too hard. I'm not going to be able to do it. And so I might as well just give up. So then in why, your context. Why would I write this on paper? Because I'm not going to be able to do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But for me now, there's something like for the last couple months, I bought a new journal and it's like a guided journal. And so it has like these questions and it's set up for like seasons. So right now I'm starting into summer. So now I'm thinking like, and I did spring. So I started spring with this journal is when I started this journal. It's not like a January 1st journal. So I started spring of like, what would I like from my spring? Like, what would I like spring to look like? Spring. What could spring bring? And so then now I'm what going into summer. Now what did spring bring? Any, uh, um, you don't have to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then for summer, I'm kind of doing the same thing of like, what could summer bring? Like, what could, what would I like summer to bring? You have bring? to change the word. You have to make it look fancy as well. No, like, no, no, no. Spring bring and summer. And it's not about like failing. Word. It's just about like, planning. it's just cool about summer. like having this kind of like, here's some, some, you know, here's some things that I could potentially like achieve or, or not, but mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, if I do great, but I'm going to fail if I don't try. I think one of the, the keys to planning is not over planning so that I'm not so That's busy good. because we have a thing in recovery that when anybody reaches out their hand, that there should be somebody be there. And right. so I can't be so busy that I can't say, oh, I'm too busy to deal with this person. Or I'm so busy, I get this phone call. I'm like, oh, I can't answer that. Right. Um, so part of my plan and my goal setting is not to be over busy so that I do have space and time every day to be able to... In case you have to take a phone call? And in case... In case your wife in, has a meltdown? In case, in case, in case. Just yeah. in case. Yeah, so I think in your context of not planning would be that almost like that chaos creating where it's like if you look at if I'm on rough the rough river and I my motor's not working or I don't even start my motor and you're already going like well if I just try to pull the the pull start then what's the point of that it's not going to start anyway. And then as much as I say like I didn't plan but I also lived a very overscheduled life, right? I was involved mm -hmm. in a lot of stuff and I was working full time and I was busy <laughs> like but also I didn't spend my free time well so that that whole mm, self-care yeah that whole piece of like what do I actually want to be in, need to be involved in and how do I create space to do the All things to that get I do your well. oh, going. I man you guys go to a lot of lengths to get that adrenaline okay. going I just so, go to a bar and get it over with at the liquor store or something man you guys got a whole Oh. To, so today's reading from our reader that we're currently in, which is uh, Daily Reflections, which is really AA focused. And sometimes we. Yeah, we don't want to have. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're not trying to make it just this isn't just about alcohol. No, this is about recovery from uh, hopelessness, well, state of is... mind and body and, and spiritual disconnection. So part of recovery is to connect us spiritually with God yeah. to get our lives. And well, it's a, and it's also about just wanting my life to be transformed yes i don't want to stay stuck i don't want to stay yes. in this so the 12 steps place. originated in alcoholics anonymous and so that's we we take that concept and apply it 
further and outward. So today's reading for June 2nd is The Upward Path. Here are the steps we took, which is from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. There are the words that lead into the 12... These are the words that lead into the 12 steps. In their direct simplicity, they sweep aside all psychological and philosophical considerations about the rightness of the steps. They describe what I did. The rightness? The rightness. They describe what I did. I took the steps and sobriety was the result. These words do not imply that I should walk the well-trodden path of those who went before, but rather that there is a way for me to become sober and for me to become emotionally sober and that it is a way I shall have to find. It is a new path, one that leads to infinite light at the top of the mountain. The steps advise me about the footholds that are safe and about chasms to avoid. They provide me with the tools I need during the many parts of the solitary journey of my soul. When I speak of the journey, I share my experience, strength, and hope with others. Mm. I think that's cool because in church culture, and maybe I'll get in trouble for this, they just say that you can't recreate. You can't, you can't, there's no box that, like for somebody to receive the love of God or the Holy Spirit, you can't recreate it. There's no formula. And I hear that all the time. And this actually gives us a formula because Jesus actually says, pick up your cross and, and die. So what does that actually mean? Like, how do I do that? What's he talking about? Is that a physical death or is this a ego death? Is this a self death? Um, so I think we, the, the 12 steps gives us this deconstruction of the ego of self. And we actually get to learn how to die of self and, and give that to God and offer it to God for him to take that away and so that we can be filled with him. So I think that it is a path to have a spiritual experience and being filled with God. It, it's hard to be filled with God if I'm filled with myself. Mm -hmm. There's only so much room in here in my heart. And so, you know, Jesus says the kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God is actually here. And so there is a formula through the 12 steps. It, that's what it's all about is about the death of self. And so then it goes into the, the continuing the contact with God. So it's not that I disagree with what you're saying, but I have a question because I was reading uh, my book that I'm reading every day. I was reading this morning and it was basically saying about pride that if I fill my mind with spiritual concepts and ideas of God, there becomes like less the pride get basically it's saying pride gets squeezed out. And so I, yeah, because I heard you saying, um, if I'm filled with self, I can't be filled with God. But I think actually what I was reading this morning is actually like, no, but if I'm filled with self, but then I start to consume ideas about God and ideas about others and ideas about something outside myself, mm -hmm. that actually that it will squeeze out self. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not like I have to rid myself, be completely rid of self. And now I can receive God. So I think some of that's good as well, but then I hear a lot of self improvement. But how do I how do I get rid I of self? If I just learn a lot, if I just no 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 well, no. Okay, so I think sometimes we do that prosperity gospel of like I just invite God in and He'll do the house cleaning. But love is consensual, so I have to actually bring this stuff. Is like, can we get rid of this? Mm -hmm. And so I actually have to bring like God's not just like. That's the thing that I'm missing in my whole church life was like, you just invite God in and your life will be great. 
And it hasn't been, that didn't prove that for me. But my experience from last year was just sitting, Mm -hmm. like just sitting and saying like, I don't know how to do life differently than I've been doing it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just, I, I just can't. And just sitting with God, like, and I guess there was a piece of me that was like trying to be intentional about it, but I didn't know how to do it. I didn't even know how to sit still. I didn't even know how to like not be irritable if, if I don't have a purpose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so yeah, I think that, I think that the key is actually that we can't figure it all out. Mm -hmm. And that's what my mind will try to do. My mind will try to figure all of this out to find the right formula. Like you said at the beginning to find the right formula when, when really the formula is willingness, Mm -hmm. like willingness to say my way sucks and I need a different way. Honesty and openness. Yeah. And, and I think that's the, the recipe, like I can go down into the, I can go to the gym. And I'm like horrible at going to the gym because I get intimidated and I see these guys working out and they obviously have a plan. I see some of them on their phones and they're following like, they're doing something that I'm not. And I'm like, I'm just going to bang some weights around. And it's like, I don't really have, I don't really have a, a set of instructions. I'm not mm-hmm. good at that. I, I didn't have a guide to tell me how to transform my body. Although the 12 steps is a guide to transform my emotional and spiritual nature. And so I go from disconnected to God to connected to God and I improve in that. And so Bible study and teachings and all of that stuff, groups and conferences, I think that's part of the journey. I actually wrote that in my list that I wrote today. Like when I wrote like some June goals, I wrote something and then a few points later, I actually crossed out that thing. And then I wrote, learn how to, like, I wrote that I want to do mm-hmm. something. I want to do this. And then I wrote, like I crossed it out and I wrote, learn how to, and that felt significant for me because that means that like by the end of this month, that thing won't necessarily have been accomplished, mm-hmm. but I will have learned how I could maybe do that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that tension of like grace is free. And it's not magical, but it's free, but it requires my effort to bring my sacrifice to God to the altar of mm-hmm. like, this is what's in me and I need to be rid of it. Could you take it away? Because there's nothing I can do to take that away. Mm-hmm. And then you get that other side of working against yourself to self-improvement and, good. oh, we just need the power of God. So I guess that's the meditation is like, I don't have to figure it all out. If I'm struggling with addiction, I can go into a 12-step program and hear the recipe and apply that to my life. And where where am I trying to figure it all out? Because... Or where do I have contempt prior to investigation? Oh, let's just leave it there. <laughs> contempt, to pri- contempt. contempt prior to investigation. I've prior. already made up my mind that this isn't going to work and it's some sort of cult and it's just control and all that stuff. So That's how I was about scheduling. Oh, we do that. Yeah. I had never actually tried to, to create some sort of life schedule, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but man, I had disdain for it. Let's just leave it there. Good stuff. Thank you. There's a little bit of uh, tension today. I like it. A little back and forth, a little bit of uh, learning and growing. Um, Join us today at noon. Our friend Daniel D is going to be speaking at our recovery meeting. It's on Zoom. So join us noon, noon and Eastern. noon Eastern and we will see you tomorrow or today at noon.
All right, bye. How much How much water do you drink in a day? Trying to at least two of those. Two bottles. jugs, two bottles. How much? How big is your bottle? I don't know. Two liter bottle. Did you press play? Stop oh, it. Yeah, I did. Hey, we're live. Hey, hey, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the Ashes Drubies podcast. We welcome you here as we get our morning Devo on, talking about water. How much water should you drink? How much water do you want to drink? More. Really? I'm not sold on drinking tons of water. I just drink. I've gotten in the habit of drinking water since I had a potential case of COVID at the beginning of COVID. I feel like, I feel like I've got accustomed to, I like the taste of water and not cold water. And not hot water, but like room temperature water. I like room temperature water. So I'll try to drink, I think it's uh, 750 mils, um, yeah, probably three like of those a day. I don't know what the correct uh, volume is, but I think your body's made up a lot of water, like 80, 90% of your body's water. Like I think 98% of your brain is water, like yours. Mine probably has a little more density to it, <laughs> <laughs> what what's one thing you wish you could do better drink more water no no that um or what's one thing you you would like to do better or wish you could do better but maybe it's out of your your reach to do better Usually to do something better requires a lot of practice <laughs> or even like professional training yeah i, I mean that's one thing that I've realized over the last year is that I don't actually like work at hard things. You've never trained yourself to like, no, you did crochet. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't do hard things. Remember you almost quit crocheting, <laughs> or you did. but you picked it back up and you're like a pro. No, no. You're I can expert. make one thing with one stitch. Yeah. And that's you can it. change colors. That's, a, that's. Uh, no, I'm stuck on your blanket because I've never changed colors at the end of a row. You know, row. I had a dream about my blanket that you were making and it had feet, like it had legs in the blanket. Like, so when you're wearing the blanket, you could slide in your feet. <laughs> Leggings. Like it had, uh, oh my like, goodness. the one thing that I, I would, I wish I could do better is sing. I know that's not like the coolest thing to uh, want to do better, but. I wish I could sing. Like You know what I, I wish I could do better? I wish I could podcast better. I wish we could do this better. No, maybe frankly, we're doing it. I'm bored of this conversation. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure everybody else is too. Although no one All right. is watching. I'm glad we uh, could have that conversation. I was just trying to be funny. I wasn't trying to be rude. I was trying to be funny. But do you wish you could be more funny? Do you know that to be funny, usually it's at someone's expense? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can be funny without it's, causing personal pain to somebody, even yourself. Like you It's hard to be funny without putting like without putting someone down or being like I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. I just I it's I get hard. what you're saying, but uh I think if I think of comedians, there's one comedian. No, he, no. Those are comedians. I'm, those are professionals. I'm talking like... So do you think when I'm every, funny, I put you down or usually, put people around me down? Usually, that, I don't it think that's often funny. hurts I think someone's bullying. feelings. And oft, often someone is left thinking like, huh, are they kind of serious? Like, because usually then we say like, oh, I was just joking. I was just trying to be funny. 
But then, like, the person whose feelings are hurt is left thinking, like, were they really? But I don't I think, think they were kind of serious. I don't think that's funny, though. I think when that's you're, what I'm oh, saying. Oh, I'm just joking. That's I used to saying. do that all the time. That's what and I'm saying. And I'm making fun of people. You're, you, it's usually at someone's expense. But I think now I'm pretty comedical. Like, I'm just, like, whipping out stuff from all over the place. And just, like, it's like, like, sometimes, sometimes in my past, it's not so much anymore. But in my past, I was just, like... I would reflect on things that I would say and uh, the and the responses that I would get from you and I'm like she's clueless like I'm funny like I'm a funny person and I say things that are like how does she just sit there cold stone face like you're dumb and then you realized what that I need to stop trying to be funny <laughs> Because it was at someone's expense. No, I'm not making... I'm that not, in the past, no, yes. I'm not, I'm yes. not trying to be funny. At, uh, okay. All right. It's hard to be Let's funny. Let's just take a deep breath That's all breath I'm saying. In. It's not as easy as people think. It's so true. We found that out in Ashes to Rubies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the comedies didn't go well. All right. It is true. It is hard to be. Hard, it's hard to be. But it's hard to make a, a real room of comic. people laugh. It, it is. It's it is really hard. hard. It is hard to do. All right, so uh, we do not like to make fun of people at no. their expense. We don't like comedy no. at other people's expense. That is true. That's like basically a form of bullying. So, so I'm we don't. sorry, that's what I did. <sighs> okay. All right, we have June the 3rd, well underway to June. It is a rain day today. And this is titled, On a Wing <laughs> Prayer. Oh, no. So many times lately... There's a word that book. happens, and I get a song in my head. Oh, please sing. And in my head, I could sing it. It's Bon Jovi. Please. What song do you think it is? Please sing it for me. I have no idea. Living on a Prayer. Please sing it. We're halfway Because I don't know back. what you're talking about. Wow! <laughs> Living on a Prayer. All right. Composure. We then look at step six. We had emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Mm. That is a quote out of the Alcoholics Big Book on page 76. Step four and five were difficult. So step four and five would be the concept of... Inventory and then giving it away. Writing a lot of stuff on paper. Thinking to paper, to pen, to paper, all that stuff. Were difficult but worthwhile. Now it was stuck on step six. Do you know what step six is? There's a willingness to let God. Please don't put me on the spot like no, that. No, no, no. Like, like look, that. look. We have a book. What is step six? We were entirely ready for God to remove our character defects. Um, and in despair. So this person is in despair at being step six, doing all this work, writing, and then being at step six, being willing. Um, I picked up the big book and read that passage. I was outside praying for willingness. When I raised my eyes and saw a huge bird rising in the sky, it wa I watched it suddenly give itself up to the powerful air currents of the mountains, swept along, swooping and soaring. The bird did things seemingly impossible for mortal birds to do. It was an inspiring example of a fellow creature letting go to a power greater than itself. I realized that if the bird took back its will and tried to fly with less trust on its power alone, it would spoil its apparent free flight. That insight granted me the willingness to pray the seventh step prayer. 
It's not easy to know God's will in each circumstance. I must search out and be ready for the currents. And that's where prayer and meditation helps. Because I am, of myself, nothing. I ask God to grant me the knowledge of his will and the power and courage to carry it out today. Amen. That is where we come to this roadblock of like, I've done all this work and I have all this stuff and I see the exact nature. I think sometimes I focus on the behavior, but the exact nature behind it of going like realizing like I am of myself, nothing of, of this show that I've been directing is an utter embarrassment and I've acted these ways but it's not the nature. The nature is behind the actions. And I like what the Bible says. Of, and I heard a speaker say, and the Bible says, to quote the Bible, it says, apart, Jesus says, apart from me, you can do no good thing. I'm the vine, you're the branches. So you're getting your life from me. Outside of that, you can do no good thing. And so coming to that realization and then going, I need the willingness to do what I can't do for myself. Mm. And so I love that picture of the bird swooping and doing what mortal birds can't do. A lot of people would have really strong opinions about being told that they can do nothing on their own. Apart from me, you can do no good thing. What's your thoughts behind that? I'm just saying a lot of people would argue with that. <laughs> and say that it's like a defeating, like, why would you put us down like that? We need to have... Self-confidence. Mm. Keep talking. My self-confidence eventually fails me. I can do lots of stuff, but I can't do them consistency, consistently or for like really long periods of time or without like losing my cool or getting stuck in my head or... Cat for us. <laughs> it's so hard when you don't have your own book. Like this is the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. I have it all mine all written up like a textbook. This is like plain slate, and I'm like trying to find something that I wanted to find. Um, but when we come into step six, we've seen all of this stuff, and and step four and five is just the reflection of a life of self-will being run. Mm -hmm. And it's like when What's step six? Oh, became willing. To let God entirely remove all these character defects. Okay. So I'm actually become willing to be grafted onto the vine and get my life out of God. So I have to, this nature inside of me must be destroyed. Right. Um, and then I'm powered by God's nature. Mm -hmm. And so God's nature is the fruit of love and peace and self-control and endurance and all of those mm -hmm. things. So um, this guy was stuck at like... How do I do this? How do I go from like seeing all this stuff and being like so burdened with it? Um, how is it possible that I could actually change? And so he just became willing because he saw the bird on the currents. Um, and it's a really good picture. So then he said, when in our book, it says, when we're ready, when we have that willingness to be transformed, uh, you pray something like this. So the seventh step prayer says, my my creator, now that I am willing that you should have all of me, good and bad, I pray that you now remove from me every single character, a defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. 
And so that's a beautiful prayer of letting go of this life that we've held on to a value and giving the good and the bad to God and for him to be our father, be our director, be the manager of our lives. That's cool. Anything else? No, that's it. All right, let's uh, we'll work on our comedy routine for tomorrow. And uh, you guys have a great day, have a great afternoon, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye for now. Say bye.